This is the Apex United Methodist Church podcast. Please pray with me. Holy Spirit, come into these moments. Speak into the quiet of our hearts and fill us with the wonder of your good news on this day for all people. Amen. Do you feel a sense of wonder this Christmas Eve? In Christmas's past, I think I have mistaken nostalgia for wonder. Everything felt so comforting and familiar, and that made it feel magical. Multiple Christmas Eve services, the mad dash to Target the week before Christmas with everybody and their mother, the caroling and the Christmas tree lightings and the parties. It was crazy, but it was magical. It was comforting because that's what we did at Christmas. This Christmas is unlike any that I have experienced, and I imagine it's the same for many of us. Most of our celebrations have been simplified or canceled this year. The parades were virtual. The tree lightings happened in our living rooms, not in our town squares. If Christmas parties happened, they looked different than they have in years past, For many of us, this day is mingled with grief or longing or disappointment. We don't get to enjoy that nostalgia, that comfort that we have enjoyed in years past. And for many of us today, that just hurts. But I think there's an opportunity here on this Christmas Eve In an Advent devotional I've been reading this season called Honest Advent, the author Scott Erickson has taught me that while nostalgia and familiarity feel comforting, its side effect is that it kills a sense of wonder. Because nostalgia is finding comfort in the familiar while we face life's greatest mysteries like death or birth or the gift of life itself. Nostalgia helps us find comfort when we face these mysteries because we can retreat into what we've known before. But wonder is different. Wonder comes when we face life's mysteries with new eyes, without the familiar comforts. Scott Erickson tells us in his book that wonder is that moment when all of our narratives and stories about life disappear in the wondrous experience of actually being here, actually being alive, being present with the glorious now. And wonder is most accessible to us Scott Erickson taught me, when we are in new situations, when we don't have familiarity with what's happening around us, because that is when we can really focus on the now, on the who and the what and the why that is right there in front of us. It's like 
When you visit a new city, everything is unfamiliar. And so you are filled with wonder because you can focus on the sights and the sounds and the smells that are right in front of you. So as disappointing as this Christmas Eve may feel for many of us, I believe it also holds a great opportunity. Because this year, more than any other, we can look at the Christmas story with new eyes. This year, we can get it in a whole new way. This year, we can truly experience the wonder of Christmas. This year, we can grasp in a whole new way why Jesus' birth is still good news for all people. Now, I'll be honest with you. I doubt that Mary and Joseph felt wonder on that first Christmas night when Jesus was born. They had traveled for days to get to Bethlehem. And poor Mary, at full term in her pregnancy, went into labor as soon as they arrived. She was far from the comforts of home, which meant she did not have her midwife or her mother. This was not what they had planned when they envisioned their baby being born. This was not what they wanted for their son. Everything had gone haywire. This year, we really know what that feels like. In 2020, our plans have been upended time and time again. And everything that we've taken for granted suddenly has felt out of reach. And we've had no choice but to improvise. That's what Mary and Joseph did. They improvised. They found a stable that was safe and warm and dry And that's where they welcomed their baby into this world, onto a bed of hay, surrounded by the stench of animals. One of the popular phrases these days is, that's so 2020. When anything goes horribly wrong and you've had to improvise and make the best of it, people will say, that's just so 2020. Mary and Joseph in a stable with a newborn, just feels so 2020. I mean, really, can you imagine sitting on a bed of hay that stinky animals have slept on for God knows how long? Wiping out a donkey's feeding trough so that you can lay your child in something, anything, so that you can just get a moment's rest Can you imagine the sounds of the cows or the sheep or the goats that would have filled the space and made it impossible to sleep? This was a parent's nightmare. So what do you think? Do you think Mary and Joseph were filled with a sense of wonder as they held their brand new baby boy right in the middle of that stable? Do you think that they were focusing on the holiness of that moment, being present and wondering at the handiwork of God? I'm not so sure. If it were me in their shoes, I would have been too tired or too annoyed with the stink and noises of the animals and too disappointed that things turned out the way they did. I don't think I would have wondered 
at what God was up to. But meanwhile, God was ensuring that shepherds and as soon the entire world would experience the wonder of Christmas. Now, in the pecking order of society, shepherds were not high up on the respectability list. They were the working class, and they lived outside with their sheep, so they were messy. And let's just say they weren't invited to the fancy parties in town. And yet, while they were watching over their sheep at night, Suddenly, the skies were filled with angels announcing that a Savior has been born for them. Yes, they heard that right. For them. The Savior was born even for them. And so, the shepherds hurried into town to greet this special baby. And when they somehow found the stable where Mary and Joseph were trying to rest with their infant baby in a manger... The shepherds told Mary and Joseph about the skies filled with angels singing glory to God in the highest and proclaiming good news of great joy for all people that their baby had been born. Can you imagine Mary and Joseph trying to settle into sleep? After a very long, disappointing day, when suddenly the doorway of their stable was filled with shepherds with all of their sheep in tow, and they were telling them about this amazing event of angels filling the skies. Can you imagine that moment? You know, if I were in their shoes, I think this is the moment when the Christmas wonder would have grabbed a hold of my heart. Because nothing has gone as planned, but still, still, God was working something greater than they had planned. Because God chose to be born as a human for us. God chose to be born into the humblest of circumstances for us. And God's first invited guests were a bunch of shepherds with their sheep and tow for us. And what this reminds us is that God's love for the world is so great that all are welcomed into this good news of great joy. So yes, nothing went according to plan. Nothing was familiar and comfortable and nostalgic, but it was wondrous. Because on that night, God changed the world forever. And God changed our lives forever. And it all started in a tiny village, through a poor family, through a humble birth, through a messy change of plans, through unlikely shepherds who were the first to proclaim the good news of great joy. And this, this part of the Christmas story fills my heart with wonder today. It reminds me of how God is still at work today. 
As we live through a time that feels dark for so many, we can remember that God sends light into the world in ways that are often unnoticeable. Since the darkness is so apparent all around us, we want God to show up and respond in ways that are wondrous and noticeable, grand and powerful. But this story reminds us that God works differently. God changes things in ways that at first seem insignificant or messy or disappointing. Like a helpless baby lying in a manger or puzzling parables and dinners with tax collectors and sinners through a horrific death on a cross even. God takes what is hopeless or disappointing and transforms it into salvation for the world. An empty tomb, a risen Lord, a kingdom of love and peace that will never end. Do you feel a sense of wonder on this Christmas Eve? I pray that you do. I pray that you will be touched by the good news that this baby born to us thousands of years ago set a movement in motion that cannot be stopped. A movement of love and joy and peace and hope. A movement that will culminate with the establishment of God's peaceable, eternal kingdom. Do you feel that sense of wonder on this Christmas Eve? I pray that you will consider the good news of great joy, that God wants to be born in your heart today and again and again because God wants to be at home with you. No matter what mess you are living with, no matter what pains or sorrows or disappointments you are feeling today, the angels are still singing good news of great joy because this baby This holy baby was born for you, to live and die and rise again for you, that you might know his life abundant and life eternal. Do you feel a sense of wonder on this Christmas Eve? Look around you, in your living room or your kitchen or your office, or your bedroom, wherever it is, you are worshiping with us today. Look around you. God is there. God is in your life, working in humble, perhaps unnoticeable ways to bring you the joy of Christ. God is in the world, working through you, Inviting people to know the wonder of the Christmas message, peace on earth, goodwill to all. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen.